helping out down at the NYU med school with some uh, research. What kind of research? <laughs> uh, just, you know, science. <laughs> science? Yeah, I think I've heard of that. <laughs> it's a fertility study. Joey, please tell me you're only donating your time. All right, come on, you guys. It's not that big a deal, really. I mean, I just go down there every other day and make my contribution to the project. Hey, hey, but at the end of two weeks, I get $700. Wow, you're going to be making money hand over fist. <laughs> How you doing? And welcome to the podcast. It'll be there for you like we've been there before. It's Friends of the Podcast, a best film ever Friends retrospective. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. And we've reached the end of season one. Uh, oh. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Fret not, there's nine more to uh, go. <laughs> uh, I will say this. We were just trying to fix some uh, audio gremlins. And it caused us to pivot a bit, but I, uh, I had your new headphones on. Yeah. They're very not only are they comfy but the build quality like i put these plasticky sony ones on i love these headphones but man is it obvious the difference i definitely need to upgrade after uh after we do ethan um i may have to get myself a better set of headphones i'm gonna play the whole i'm the guy who edits it so i need uh i need to know exactly what's coming out you can use these when you're editing i don't have an issue no i mean just so i need the best quality so i can hear what's coming out real time in real time what's happening Although these are fine. These do a job, but just, just build quality. It feels very <laughs> plasticky and, and unstable as opposed to your nice new ones. But we are here to do episode number 24 of season one, the one where Rachel finds out. Woo. Yes, that's one season down. And next week, we will reveal, well, next episode, uh-huh. we will reveal our big interview. Oh, okay. Next time. Exciting. Yeah, so we'll That's reveal how my it. Brain work. I had, it generally took me half a second to realize what you meant. Yeah, then. so next yeah. time we'll reveal who our interview's with yep. as we set up. So, um, yeah, so we have now moved forward just seven days from our last, our last episode here. Yep. May 18th, 1995. So what's going on in the world in May 18th, 95? Still long before you. Yep. Um, we've got Braveheart premieres at the Seattle Film Festival. Oh, still a film I've never seen. Oh, you're not hearing any Braveheart? Nope. Oh. I just know that the man puts on a bad Scottish accent and some blue paint. Oh, he's speech. good. I was doing some Scottish accents while I was reading. I was doing Christmas Carol in a Scottish accent. Brilliant. I was just going. I was just, I'm at that point in the year where um, we've taught all the content. Yeah. And we're just getting students ready for final exams. But as a result, then it's like when I'm off book. Yeah. I'm a little, it's like, okay, we're going to run this again. Am I going to run this again? So I get a little <laughs> bit bored. So I was reading it and I was like, you know, oh, they came out from behind his uh, cloaks. A meager, <laughs> scowling, wolfish child. <laughs> and he said to him, are they your spirit? And he went, no, they are man's. <laughs> so yeah, so I was You should that. just show them all VHS Christmas Carol for an hour. Yeah. That would keep them entertained. It's um, actually quite faithful. Yeah, there we go. Um, I, I'm trying to get them to actually like pass a literature exam, though. So I think it's better if we just read. Um, no. Elizabeth Montgomery, uh, Samantha from Bewitched, the original TV series, died from cancer at 62 on this day. Oh. There we go. And uh, the number one song in the United States was still, This is how we do it. This is how we do it. Going to bump now. This is how we do it. It's Friday night. It is Friday night. Uh, we um, did a uh, when I used to go to bounce. You know that trampoline workout yep. that I did. There was a track to that, and immediately my brain just started doing it in my head. It's funny that you make a link to that because I'm going to make a link to my own workout experience. Uh, the UK number one song. Maybe you can help me. It's by Robson and Jerome. Nope. Unchained melody slash. There'll be bluebirds uh, over white cliffs of Dover. Unchained Melody. Yeah, that's, oh, my yeah, yeah. love, my but, darling. The classic ones by the Righteous Brothers. It's not that. Robson and uh, Jerome yeah. are a comedy duo here in the UK. Oh, I imagine they've done like a, a parody then. I would imagine so. I, but I don't know. It is 1995, so Ghost would be probably a couple years old at this point. So it would be so right time for it. Parody, yeah. yeah. Uh, Canada's number one song. Well, I'll do Australia's first. Uh-huh. Australia's is still, you don't like it, but whatever you said, <laughs> whatever you did, I didn't mean it. I just want you back for good. Want no, you, you don't. Back. Don't want do you it. Back. 
He doesn't even know what he did. Love. And then the Canadian number one song, mm. like this one, but it was on a... Uh, this wasn't it, but a, a song by this artist was on this... Si- <sighs> we had to do... Well, P.A. Mm. And I was a bit of an awkward teenager. Same. And I was okay in certain elements though so if it was like basketball i'm okay at basketball if it's american football on canada we have like proper courts that aren't made of like (laughs) super grippy tarmac if that happened in canada i just would have slid over is all that would have happened my foot wouldn't have caught Uh. so um but anyway basketball i'm pretty good at basketball i'm pretty good at badminton i'm pretty good at uh most team sports i'm good at uh, what we, we would call football in this country soccer back home i'm good at american football i'm good at these are things i do well at when we had to do aerobics i was not nearly as good at that and it was clear that our pe teacher had like this like side fantasy of one she must obviously go to the gym right. and was living out her best i get to lead the class moment <laughs> and it was just i think it was just the, it was the guys and the, it might have been the guys and the girls as well which makes me a little bit awkward yeah and so I do what I always do in these situations, like a dance practice. I went and hit at the back of the class. Yep. And I'm a guy who has perfect rhythm, but no coordination. So knows what which you're is, messing up. Which yeah. is the worst part. Because, yeah, I know I'm <laughs> getting it wrong. So I'm sitting here going, oh, my word. And then, and then um, Annie Lennox walking on broken glass happened. I don't know if you know. Walking on, walking, walking on, on, which is a nice kind of. I've gotten much more coordinated and stuff since then, but um, I, I I was struggling. But then I finally got it, and she, uh, the teacher at the front of the room, went, "That's it, Ian. You're getting it." And everybody looked at me, oh. and I basically like fell off the stepper. <laughs> I just was that awkward. So there's that. But the the song was number one here. My friends and I used to go around and kind of half mock. We enjoyed it ironically before enjoying things ironically was was a, a was, was a label. Yeah, we just yeah. had our own little thing. But it was a song that went. And on the ah, we like slap each other, like whatever it might be. <laughs> it was a song by anyone else called No More I Love Yous. No. No? No. No more. And and the chorus ended, it was all like it was a VV. Oh. So, <laughs> I guess my that gets my vote for the best number one song. I although really, I imagine you'll be sitting here with this is how we, we do it. it. I really think we should one day trial these as like a video format and like put them on YouTube because you are hilarious when you tell stories. Oh, <laughs> I'm in the right job. I'm in the right job. I think for that matter. Yeah. Um, number one movie at this point is a film we've actually covered on the pod. Oh, yeah. What is it? What color are? I think it's like palamenco pony horses, black or white. Cri- uh, Crimson Tide. Did I watch that one? Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington, Control Over a Nuclear Submarine. Oh, I hated that one. Oh, really? Because it was such like a well, no. You obviously you don't launch it. Like, just don't be a dick about it. It was. It was. It's. I love Crimson Tide. So yeah. No, the, the Captain Man's just such a dick. Well, and I don't you, like you're him. supposed to not. It's supposed to be. Against him. Yeah, but I was overly against him. <laughs> I think we had this discussion on the pod. Well, I like, I went, nah. The argument is by principle. So, so by protocol, I was. we've done a whole episode. Go check it out, folks. <laughs> but by protocol, Gene Hackman's right. Until we receive a full other message, we go uninterrupted with the last verified message. No. Now, Denzel, hang on. I, I'm, I'm not saying I agree <laughs> with him. I'm saying here's the, here's the, the key oh, debate. Oh, I, I get it. And then Denzel's going, but we know there's another message. Don't we owe it to ourselves? Yep. To go ahead and get it. The problem is if you go up, you might get shot and then the world might end. And these are the stakes. I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I know Julian hates it. I'm just very anti-war anyway, so I just don't like it. No, but it's it's not about, it's about stopping a war. Denzel's about stopping a war. Yeah, but like not every, he's like the anomaly on the ship. Everyone else is like, oh yeah, let's blow up everything. He's got a team full of people who are sort of on his side, half one. That's the whole benefit. It keeps flipping. Anyway, what we've (laughs) skipped, much like this intro, the friends skipped nothing. (laughs) So let's do a deep dive. Could I be any more excited? This was written by Chris Brown. I'm assuming not that Chris Brown. Hopefully not. Uh, directed by Kevin S. Bright. So one of the... Uh, Kaufman Bright. Yep. One of the uh, showrunners and, yeah. pr- and creators. So the cold open, Central Perk, and Rachel... Ross is showing off pictures of Ben, who was born last week. At least it was a token sort of reference to Ben. Yeah. Um, Rachel was all over Ross looking at these photos. Like in yeah. ways that I'm... I, I have friends of 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 the female persuasion <laughs> 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 
But at no point... You can all be female persuasion. <laughs> at no point are they like, climbing over me to look at photos like this, and nor am I looking... Oh, have you had this a child is, though this is ve- this are they is, baby pictures this is very intimate the way they're shitting yeah but there is something about when at least some women not all women but some women look at when they see like baby pictures well, this it's is like very, I need to see but this is very similar to like with our first episode we did in the series the one with the East German laundry detergent yeah where she's all over him kind of when he gets his head bumped and she's like taking care of him yeah that does yeah. happen <sighs> um, she goes oh don't you just want to kiss him all over and ross is staring at her just oblivious to this and he goes that that would be nice i dislike his action more than i like dislike her he just looks at her with such like it's not even like lust it's like no some, i think it's love no but he does okay so he doesn't act it well then like, oh looks, i like swimmer in this creepy. part uh joey needs help paying for his coffee turns out chandler is skeptical he can do this but this is all just an introductory way to tell us joey's gonna he's helping down at you know nyu with some medical procedures and everybody hears it and wants to know what he's doing uh joey's response is i'm helping with the science science ross thinks he's heard about that group <laughs> uh, it's a fertility study um monica has a good joke please tell me you're only donating your time that is a good one and he says no i'll do it for two weeks and if i can just you know every two days if i can go down and and, and make a deposit they'll give me seven hundred dollars good money to which point phoebe gives us you're gonna be making money hand over fist which is a brilliant joke that's a great joke might be the best in this episode um we that that was the joke that took us to the um credits credits so that's good it's always it's always a high point right when you want to do that so i think they're also finding at the end of season one they're finding the rhythm of the episodes as well and also how far can you push a joke because that might be one of the most risque ones that they've let through uh It'll, it'll get more so in season two yeah, yeah. like they're, they're, put, they're starting to push it aren't they monica's apartment men are here because chandler <laughs> and joey have brought over this little poxy barbecue and a tiny thing of coal tiny thing of charcoal yeah but men are here we make fire cook meat <laughs> which i thought was fun it's a fun little caveman kind of thing yep joey is says that melody's gonna call and uh she oh you missed the best part of the joke what was what when chandler goes <laughs> then, then pee on fire to put out not get invited back <laughs> oh i said i was that good so that's me okay fair enough um joey's having his new girlfriend melody call she doesn't know about a science project i think he refers to if she finds out i'm also seeing a cup and <laughs> uh, joey's worried because she really wants to have sex with him to which point Chandler goes crazy bitch <laughs> I wonder if that was a if that was like an ad lib that he worked through Might into. Have been, yeah. Yeah. Um but he's still got a week to go is the problem, and he's not allowed to make any side samples. Now I'm guessing there must be some way they would know if he's doing stuff on the side. Well, I guess it make, it would make his deposit the next day more difficult to potentially come across. What are they doing? Timing him? Well, no, but like I think there must be something with the consistency. There's probably something different with the consistency of it. Potentially, yes, I would imagine so. Yeah. Therefore, the rule about waiting two weeks between deposit, uh, two days between deposits, I imagine as well. Yes. Yes. So later on, uh, Ross comes by. So this whole thing's about um, they're getting ready for a birthday party for Rachel. Yeah, they don't make that that obvious. Not at the start. No. no. And I'd be very curious if her birthday stays in May throughout, no. <laughs> or if it floats. <laughs> Uh, Ross brings some luggage. He's going to China. Uh, in short, he says someone found a bone. We want the bone. They don't want us to have the bone. It's a whole bone thing. Um, he wants Monica to take a picture of him round to Carol's so Ben doesn't forget him. <laughs> so silly. Uh, Phoebe grabs a picture of her face and goes, hello, Ben. I'm your father. Um, and, but Rachel's not there. She's having drinks with Carl. To which point Ross gets like stupid possessive again. Yeah. Who's Carl? That guy she met at the coffee house. So Ross then goes onto the balcony where Chandler and Joey are, you know, make fire, make cook fire. meat. We make that joke when I'm at work, outdoor work mm-hmm. all the time. Uh, Chandler and Joey haven't heard about Carl, and they urge Ross to move on because he went, man, what, what you doing with Carl? And he goes, I know, and she's paid absolutely no attention to you. <laughs> no interest. Um, so Joey and Chandler say, you got to move on. And he says, yeah, maybe, but he gives Chandler a gift to give to, to Rachel. Now, this is important because the whole, like, yeah, I know, that plays us as well as Rachel. Yeah. So that we've got a surprise on the other side of it. Uh, Joey's um, 
had a couple of beers and he goes maybe she's kind of had a couple of years but but i love you man <laughs> and she goes this is my first so i, I just, just think, think you're, you're nice, nice. <laughs> uh later on we're at the party proper so ross has left i mean this is really kind of awkwardly sort of this is a weirdly like timed episode it went very quick yeah. i thought it, it really it really zoomed through um and so we find out that joey's new girlfriend melody who we need to add to the girlfriend list this week and uh what's his uh, i've got him oh, coming okay. down um but we have the three basketeers is because they went into <laughs> business for themselves as gift baskets i've never given someone a gift basket i don't think i have but not a fruit-based one all right i used to be really good at them. like if you don't know what to get someone for like their birthday or like if you've got like whatever like individually curating a gift basket for yeah. them can't be cheap uh, it can be oh really yeah it depends what you get like if it's like for kids it's really easy because you can get um tesco's went through a while of doing those you know those like storage like the ones you've got down there that storage basket yeah they used to have them like half price so they were like they're too oh so you use that as the so basket like, that oh as that's basket, clever okay yeah and then put bits and pieces in it oh, that's all right yeah um joey uh rachel wants a presence first and while they're getting ready to do that uh joey says tells monica on the side that tonight's the night she's gonna want to you know complete the transaction and he thinks he's being really sly with his euphemisms but of course yeah we all know what you mean and she thought he's like i don't know what i'm gonna do and monica goes have you ever thought about just being there for her <laughs> brilliant bit. and he goes what and he goes <laughs> you know being there for her he doesn't get it when i was a younger man i don't think i got it no i think i assumed they would just go about sex the traditional way and he would just ensure that he didn't pull the trigger right was 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 my kind of thought process so which is a dangerous game i imagine if we're talking about him not being able to yep to to, to do that so seven hundred dollars on the line seven hundred dollars so i wonder who would disqualify him from the full 700 if he's done all these whatever's I guess so, because if you didn't do the, all of the, like, seven samples, yeah. then they've not got a full set, so they, the, the data's probably void. Wow, interesting. It's usually how science works. Don't know. Unless it's a really I, I, I'm big... not familiar with this, this division of science. <laughs> well, neither am I, uh, particularly. Uh, so, present time, and she, he, you know, so Medley gives a gift basket. It's a really nice gift basket, so well done. It's just fruit, though. Yeah, it's fine. Chandler gives Rachel travel scrabble and she gives it right back. And I guess this is the start of the Rachel, you have to stick to the list. Yeah. We haven't got to, she has a list, but the idea that Rachel's not easy to buy for. Yeah. Uh, Joey gives Rachel a copy of Dr. Seuss's, I believe it's all the places you'll go. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've, I've not read this one. I believe I have whilst uh, reading at preschool. They love preschoolers love them because they rhyme and they're bright and they're colorful joey says like you know this got me through some rough times i really enjoy reading them because like they they are they're rhythmic so they're fun melody says there's a little child in this man and chandler says the doctors say if we remove it he'll die <laughs> uh rachel then opens ross's gift and it, so monica doesn't give her a gift as far as we can see oh we get a reference to we it later a on the episode uh, Rachel opens Ross's gift. It's an antique pin that she came across when she was walking with him one day, and she can't believe he remembered. And she's really taken by it. And Monica goes, I can't believe he did this. And Chandler jumps in. Oh, come on. You remember the time in college when he fell in love with Carol and bought her that ridiculous crystal duck? And there's this moment <laughs> where everybody looks at him, and Matthew Perry is like the guy He's gets a lot of credit there. for the way he delivers dialogue, but the guy's facial at this was fantastic yeah. that moment when you realize oh, oh i up. shouldn't have said this yep and literally joey even moves away from him on the couch so he's all isolated <laughs> by himself and um he rubs his temples and goes oh no 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 and joey just goes that's good keep rubbing your head that'll turn back time <laughs> it's very funny um so that's where they leave up for the break after the break chandler's trying to downplay all this she's like rachel's like this is big and he goes no it's, it's tiny. tiny it's not a thing and phoebe goes i think none of our lives are ever going to be the same after this <laughs> or ever again or something a like good that phoebe episode she has a couple of good little bits she's got some good lines it's not i mean it's a good phoebe episode as, as in like just for a normal episode not for it being a phoebe episode she is the sixth most important person in this episode she is usually though you're not wrong you're not wrong um Phoebe uh, said that already. Monica asked if Rachel had any idea. And at this point, Rachel goes, well, I remember the pilot episode. 
Yep. To which point, this is kind of the big retcon issue in Friends. Yeah. Is like, I don't know how Ross missed his window because he was told, he basically gets told, yeah, I'll go out with you if you want. And then he never goes. Never acts on it. A guy who says he's been in love with her since ninth grade doesn't go ahead and follow up. Yeah. Rubbish. <sighs> like maybe if he went, you know, when he finds out that Carol's pregnant and he goes, I need to focus on this for a while. That would and, make sense. And then. And then she's like, oh, you know what? He mentioned it, but then he never seemed to have any interest. But we have a reason why he doesn't. But we've watched him pine over her all season. Yep. So, yeah, I, I don't get it. No. And, and never have. No, um, they definitely just kind of went, oh, we'll just shove that back in. Like, okay, that sold the idea. And this is what Friends is going to be about, Ross getting to Rachel. Yeah. So we're going to zoom all the way back, and we're all going to kind of play, don't remember it too I well. Yeah, that was a while ago now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To which point, I don't understand also why Joey and Chandler wouldn't have been like, she said kind of, yeah, go for it. Yep. Because if you're Ross, you would tell people this. Yep, definitely. Oh, you're supposed to be grabbing a spoon. Um, That's from the first episode. Oh, yeah. It's it's a whole ice cream metaphor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it took me a second. No, it's all right. Um, Where are we at here? Uh, Rachel wants, Rachel asked Joey, hey, do you think he wants to go out? At this point, Joey's like, secret's out. I can chime in. He goes, given that he's hopelessly in love with you, yeah, I think he's going to want a date. He's going to go for coffee sometime. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Uh, she says she wants to go to the airport to pick him up, and Chandler's like, must de-escalate this. Yeah. He goes, what about the time difference? This is only 45 minutes <laughs> away. But now, unless you live right by the airport, you're not, you're not making that in 45 no. minutes. Now, this is pre-9-11, so you could go all the way to the gate. Yeah. Which we see. But still, there's no way you're making it through. No. None. In it, your, your traffic. Yeah, definitely not. She doesn't have a car. No. So you get a cab. Yeah, this is a bit much. Um, she, And then they go, hang on. I think it's Monica goes, this is bad, bad news can wait, though. Well, Chandler says if it's bad news, you might want to wait. Yeah. Because uh, again, trying to delay. But Monica says if it's good news, it needs to happen now. And she goes, I don't know. And she goes, maybe I'll know when I see him. To which point Phoebe grabs the picture to give her a help. Um, so she goes, no, no, I still have to go. Scrapes. I see that. And she goes, Rachel, uh, sorry, as she goes to leave, he goes, Rachel, I love you. Deal with me first. And off she goes. She gets to the airport just in time, but Ross is practicing Chinese on an audio cassette and speaking it to the yeah to the check-in stewardess. Weird. Ah, uh, yeah. It's but Rachel makes it just in time and asks the hostess to give a message to the guy in the blue jacket. Not the guy in the headphones. Not the guy in the headphones. That she might not have seen it because it's really close to his head. Not the guy with the super gelled hair, or not. Can you, can you find out which one's Ross? Yeah. So, also the idea that, you know, one's more age-appropriate and they're by himself. Yep. I know it's for a misdirect and it's a funny little, I'm, it's funnier than, I, I just missed him. It's funnier than that. Yeah, but it's and they, not great. And they will pay this off at the start of season two as well. Right. But, but, um, so yeah, she says, can you message to the guy in the blue jacket? She gives it to some old guy instead, and the stewardess tells him, she, oh, it's from Rachel. She loved the present, and she'll see you when you get back. Yep. To which point, his wife gives him the, the, the evils, and he's like, I, I don't know any Rachel. <laughs> and that's apparently enough. Uh, at Joey's, if I'm the old guy, I'm like, let's turn around and see. Let's okay. go back. Yeah. Let's go back and see who this woman is. Yep. Uh, we go to Joey's place. And it's um, there. It's him and Melody in bed, and she's uh, she, she thinks she blacked out for a moment there, and she wants to return the favor. But Joey says, "How about we give you another turn?" And she goes, "Boy, somebody's gonna get a big fruit basket tomorrow." <laughs> and she's a bit nerdy. Like we don't usually see Joey with this kind of woman. She also looks considerably older than the rest of them. Oh, I don't think so. If she did on the close-ups. I just think she looks not nearly as good-looking as the rest of them. No, no, it wasn't even that. I genuinely thought she was. Because as the sh- as the series goes on, they all seem to get like supermodel like boyfriends and girlfriends throughout. Yeah, Melody looks like a real person. No, yeah, she a, does. She just a, a nice-looking real person, but a real person. You know what I mean? Yeah, as I, opposed to their like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. She no, looks more thirty-five. Like, her, and her teeth seem like I'm not trying to be mean. Her teeth look like a real person's teeth, and they weren't perfect teeth. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, as far as shape goes, they just obviously weren't like veneers or, or braces or things like that. And uh, she says, man, you're nothing like I thought you'd be. And he goes, what do you think you'd be? I said, well, most guys are me, 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 but not you. You're a giver. You're like the most generous man I ever met. You're practically a woman. 
So take that for whatever you want about bedroom politics. Um, at Monica's, um, Monica asks Rachel less than organically what she thinks she, she wants to do. And she goes, oh, I don't know. After all, it's Ross. Yep. But Rachel, uh, Monica thinks, oh, no, she goes, but, but she goes, actually, I think it'd be really great. And so this is like, Rachel's like a regular person. And Monica and Phoebe are like the angel and the devil on her shoulder, mm. giving her two pieces of advice. And um, and Rachel's like, Monica's like, look at the bright side. You already know anything about him. It's like the 15th date. And she's like, that is great. And then Phoebe's like, but on the other hand, it's like the 15th date. <laughs> and she goes, what are you? And it was the idea of like, if you get involved, it's already fairly committed. Like, you know, everything about, you, that time it takes you to build this up, you've yeah. skipped all that. So you're at the state of this means something. If you guys end this, it's going to be it's going to be rough. Yeah, I wish I could just jump into all dating situations 15 dates in because it's so much easier. Yeah, I tend to date friends. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's always been kind of a, th- a thing. I've never really done the whole. The only times I've done like meeting someone to date them it's either only been two dates or I've had to explain to this person, look, it's going to take me a while yeah. because I need to be your friend first. Yeah, yeah. And luckily I got very, I was some, I was with someone who was very generous with his time, but, yeah. and then it was me that ended it, which was really quite unfortunate, but yeah. Look at you sharing, jeez. Yeah. Um, I'm very, very single now though. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is not what we used to do on talking the Mickey. What was the joke was we were going to try and find you a boyfriend. A well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen of the British Isles <laughs> and Ireland, I imagine. There we are. Yeah. Um, oh, if we're going to include Northern Ireland, I think we have to include we have to include the Republic of Ireland as well. Yeah. Um, it's just no disrespect to anybody from Northern Ireland. I've been to Belfast; thought it was lovely. There's just some, they're kind of like the, the dorky version of Ireland, aren't they? That's probably more up my alley, though. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um. So Monica, also Monica says, "What's the deal about Ross? Is he not cute enough for you?" This is a bit weird. Well, like the, I know I, the second one. Does he not make enough money for you? Yeah. I was like, "That's dated." Yeah. Is this and Rachel doesn't re? The thing is, if she was calling Rachel like shallow or vain, but she's not even doing. Then that Rachel there. needs to respond yeah. to that, and she doesn't, which suggests this is a conversation this is that normal. And there's some stereotypes, and I'm sure, I'm sure when women talk about, I imagine there still is some of this where women still talk about, you know, girls with, with, with their with their female friends and the new boyfriends they're dating. What does he do for a living? I th- imagine that has to come up, and there's considerations about what that means for your life moving forward. But it di- it was presented here as only a one. So- this is like like the second thing you ask. The men, yeah. wa- the men are like, is she hot? Yeah. The girls are like, what, what does he, he do for a living? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so uh, then she goes, is there someone else? And, and to a degree, we kind of know there's someone else because. Knock, knock, knock. Well, we heard about this guy earlier. Yeah. She goes, oh, so before that happened, she goes, so why are you dumping my, my, my brother? <laughs> and she goes, that's the thing you're not going to hear from me if you go ahead for this. Uh, the morning after. Um, Melody's still asleep, and Joey comes out and speaks to Chandler about how his night went. And he says, do you know how you always think you're great in bed? And Chandler's reaction suggests this is very much not what he thinks. And he goes, well, I had to do all this other stuff instead because I couldn't do the thing that usually I think makes me great. And he's like, it was like a ticker tape parade. And Chandler goes, I know. My room happens to be very close to the parade route. It's a good line. They they have figured Chandler out. His voice is is we he's talked about that last episode. There. He's saying Chandler like stuff. Uh, Joey says it's like I'm blind and all my other senses are heightened, and not just for her, but for me too. It's like I enjoyed it on another level. <laughs> to which point Chandler was surprised he had another level. He went me too. <laughs> um, we cut. We zoom forward in time a good couple of weeks because Ross is coming back. And I've gotten my notes. What is with Rachel's skirt? Oh, I love this skirt. Wait, the, the skirt was short in the... It's, it's, it's yeah. the mullet of skirts. It's, it's short brilliant. in the front yeah. and it's long in the back. 
these these were like in fashion for a little while but like not as extreme as this but i like this one because it becomes like this a-line skirt then with the ability to like move around like it's a cape it's brilliant this is my favorite thing really i love it yeah wow i would wear this okay uh it turns out rachel's changed her mind uh, she can't date Ross. It would be like dating the whole group. There's so much pressure. Monica judge as promises she'll be good. Carl buzzes up, <laughs> which felt like he should probably should have covered that part though. If you're doing, yeah, yeah, no, she just has permission, but just or at least like have the conversation like a day or two earlier, not yeah. literally as this other guy's coming yeah. up the stairs. Carl buzzes and Monica's like behind my brother's back and has to correct that. Yeah, we go back to Joey's. It's a great sight gag. Because there's, there's, there's gift baskets everywhere. <laughs> and so Joey comes home with his check for $700. And Chandler just goes, do we have any fruit? <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah. So he says, I learned a lot. And he, Chandler goes, great. Do you think you'll keep going with this whole everything for her thing? And he said, does a, when a blind person regains their sight, do they still walk around like this? And he sort of holds his hands out like he's... And with his eyes shut. With his eyes shut yeah. like he's, you know... Uh, can't see. He can't see and needs... To not fall over, yeah. uh, and that's it's a great way of making a joke again without making that joke. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great euphemism for it. We go to the date. Rachel's listening to Carl. Now, Carl's I don't get Carl. I got Paolo. Yeah, Paolo's you know mysterious. Paolo's an adventure. This guy's just a schmuck. Yeah, no, the, one of the literally one of the ones that I went on like two dates with with a guy like this, and he um decided yeah yeah Uh, because i'm pretty sure i messaged you on like the group on the way home being like yeah no i'm done (laughs) he literally spoke about himself and his money and his business the entire time was there a boat yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um and we went to a steakhouse because like i thought oh great cool he's up for going to the steakhouse yeah yeah i mean he paid um but like uh, after he'd been talking about his money or not i didn't even argue (laughs) but he had a burger at a steakhouse and i should have seen the red flag swaying then did you get a steak yeah oh respect for you yeah (laughs) did you order first or did he order first can't remember oh geez i think if he gets burger you have to match no oh really he'd already been talking about his money <laughs> uh, I been, well i guess I at that point you're like i will myself. still pay for myself yeah, and then when he drops the okay that's yeah, fair yeah. enough yeah okay i never expect to be paid for but like at that point when he put his card down i wasn't gonna fight it Interesting. because he'd already been talking about it the whole time yeah, we haven't really had this conversation before something like this like my inclination is generally um i, I suppose if i ask someone on a date then i will pay or i will offer to pay yeah um but i think if you're established in a relationship then yeah, i think you have to figure out what works for you guys but i don't think it should be 100 percent one-sided no and i mean this was no. kind of this i will never like when it's like in the dating phase i will never accept a date that i can't afford to pay without having that discussion like if they like, pro- like yeah it kind of messes up the power somewhere. it kind of creates a power dynamic too yeah, if, if they that happens somewhere i'd be like look i can't i can't afford that can we go here instead if they yeah. insisted then i'd be like okay cool then you can pay then they but, pay but then are you worried about what that does not if you're driving separate cars at that point no okay fair enough <laughs> <laughs> which is what i did to all of mine nope. even if i was yep. offered to be picked up i was like no it's fine i'll make myself there because you never know what you're gonna meet turns out carl is not a fan of the environment <laughs> no. and and rachel's gapping in and out she's clearly not interested and then ross appears through hallucination magic <laughs> and does the thing does that the best acting of like the entire and does season the, and does the thing that ross should have done since the pilot yep just go up to her and go let me shoot my shot yeah and if you say no cool. that's fine now i say this is now when i was watching this i was probably a 15 year old who's probably hopelessly in love with x y or z <laughs> some girls at some point yeah. <laughs> uh and probably had the same fear but i'm not you know ross has had a successful marriage to it well to a certain point you know what i mean well it wasn't his fault that they broke up was it that's not his fault they broke up also the idea of i'm not sure the fact that you break up means you had an unsuccessful relationship i think it was successful for, for quite a long time yeah. until it wasn't yeah um a lot of relationship logic this week yeah a lot of people think that though just because you break up with someone doesn't mean that it was never good yeah someone uh, people who are like well i wasted x number of years no, of my life no, no, no you didn't as long as as long as you weren't unhappy for all that time no or if yeah. you weren't thinking you know this you was gonna be the relationship where i was gonna have kids well did you ever talk about having kids well no and you didn't waste those years of your life because it yeah. wasn't a goal that you put forward yeah yeah uh so yeah i, I just think that uh, yeah back to my standpoint i think that sometimes 
you know, there's people who you're with and maybe you, I'm not going to say you're not supposed to because I kind of suggest some sort of fate thing. But yeah, it didn't, it didn't go the distance. You may might have thought you'd be together forever. That didn't happen, but it doesn't mean that all those memories that were made can't have some validity to them. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, there is always some, whether you believe it to be fate or just statistics, there is always some element of fate of whether you're going to meet people or not, like slide indoors. Like, are you actually going like, to, there's always yep. butterflies effects. So, Absolutely. You know. Um, where are we at here? Uh, Hallucination Ross, she calls him. He's like, Ross, you're my best friend. I'm like, can I get one example of this from season one? Yep. One example of where... Other than then walking together past an antique shop that we heard about literally five minutes ago. Yeah. Or the fact that Ross, there wasn't one-sided Ross doing it. Ross went and showed her how to do laundry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think we'd all admit, if you asked 100 people, I bet you 95 of them are saying, Monica's your best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he asks, well, it comes down to this. Are you, are you attracted to me? And she doesn't know. I've never looked at you that way, Ross. And Ross goes, well, start looking. And then we have a dream kiss. A dream kiss. And she's clearly, um, enjoying it. Yeah. She's kind of shaken by it a little bit in a positive way. Yeah. And she snaps back and, uh, Carl's like, drive a real car. And she's like, I have to leave. Yep. I have to get a, you can finish your drinks. Now, she was drinking at least part of one drink. Yeah. But again, she doesn't have a car. So I guess she's just going to the airport in a taxi cab. Yeah. So that's all right. I was thinking she was drinking and driving, but clearly I'm just talking Her myself out of it. Her glass is also very full. It's so very full. Like Assuming it's drink one. Yeah. Yeah. True. Um, but then, but also maybe she's had a couple and that's what gives her a maybe. bit of courage to make this call. Yeah. Might explain that that dozy look on her face after she gets kissed. Um, <laughs> can can Dream Ross take advantage of inebriated Rachel? I don't think so. I don't think so because think so. it's in her head. It's in her subconscious. <laughs> um, Rachel then comes back. Uh, oh, sorry, I said that already. She's going to get Ross. So we go to the airport, and this is the song Take a Bow, which actually we were talking about previously as number as number one song. Oh, okay. So this like... Do, 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 do. That was sort of playing there. That's it's it's it, they didn't use the vocals. They must have got a cheaper deal if they yeah. just used the instrumental. But this is Madonna's "Take a Bow." Oh, okay, and so it's kind of ro- ro- romantic and has almost like almost like an Asian feel kind it. of feel to it. Right, and so. This place, we come back, and I guess the de- it's it's the it's the old guy and his wife who just happened to be, like the idea of it, you don't have to go on both parts of the plane ride together. You yep. wouldn't necessarily, but it's a joke. And the wife's still giving him a hard time about <laughs> Rachel. I guess because you're back in New York now. I guess you're gonna go see Rachel. Yeah, there Apparently, is no Rachel. One of these guys coming out here is one of the writers. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Rachel is waiting with flowers and is wearing the pin that Ross gave yeah. her. And we cut to Ross, who helps this random woman who's dropped her bag. Yep. And he picks up the bag, gives it back to her, and then calls her sweetie. And you're like, wait, what? Uh, and they kind of have a little embrace and a kiss. And then all of a sudden, he's like, do you think my friends are like, oh, yeah, yeah. My, my friends are going to they're gonna judge you terribly. It's going to be great. Yep. Come on, let's meet him. And then we cut back, and it's just Rachel with the flowers looking in the distance waiting and that's where they end the season so we know what's gonna happen now this is the you missed you pretty much missed this in your in your viewing experience because of the way we do things now yeah pretty much i mean there's obviously some this was may and you're hanging on till october and that's what you have to go wait what yeah and Friends was really good at kind of ending on these massive moments, the kind of moments that happen now in episode two and four of series that make you push the next button and binge it. Yeah, yeah. But the idea of we're going to purposely frustrate you with this yeah. and leave it, oh, Friends did, has some of the best ones, without actually without question. Yeah. I can leave at least three or four they've done, which are massive. So... Uh, absolutely a huge end of season push there so and then for the end credits we don't get a coda for once we just get musical credits that's it and then dancing around the fountain fountain dance i've always wanted to do that what dance around the friends fountain not the friends one necessarily just have a jaunt in a fountain I, uh, I, I I once did a video shoot where we did like a little parody video for my school uh-huh. based off of uh the, the Friends theme song. Yeah. And there was a bit where we sort of parodied like a, a concert that sort of tried to tie in with the effect of the uh, of the Friends um, 
of the Friends Fountain scene. So everybody was told uh, if we were in the band, it was black and white if you were in the band. Black and white only so yeah. we can match the color scheme yeah, of, yeah. of a thing. It was, a lot, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, you know, love me some Friends. Good times. Good times. Good times. Good times. Uh, let's, I, uh, for season two, I need to get a water cooler sound effect. I only think about this. <laughs> Yeah, it's been very busy at work, to be fair, so... Yeah. Um, I'm in my busy season, and will be for the next few weeks, so... And they uh, start this week, don't they? Exams? Uh, well, coursework deadlines started last week, and so there's that. Yeah. And then that goes into exams, which start, yeah, the first one's Wednesday yeah. of this coming week. Um, so, and then, because I teach English and film studies, I've got a whole bunch of them. Yeah. And a whole bunch of revision sessions i got to do, and a whole bunch of... Uh, whole bunch of pre-exam talks I got to do and Q&As. And so I'm very busy the next week and a half. Yeah. And then a couple of weeks I get, I get, um, I get a half term break. I get a week off. Yeah. And then we'll do it again for the last two sort of exams. I think there's one A-level exam as well. And then I'm done. And then all of a sudden I go from like the really busiest busy. I've ever been to like. Nothing. It's like I've been hurtled through this asteroid belt and then whoosh, I have just the emptiness of space <laughs> and I'm just drifting. I don't have to turn the engine on anymore. I can just drift the rest of my next destination. What's the uh, last exam date this year? Oh, I don't know. Tw- know? 22nd or 21st or something like that. Or June? Yeah. So it's, well, I, I, it only asks because I specifically remember the 12th of June being <laughs> my last one. Oh, really? And yeah, they get later and later every year. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's go in here. The one where Rachel finds out. Uh, you knew a little fact about this. Do you want to share? Uh, yeah, it is the first time Rachel's name is used in a title. Which we then discovered. We went, how many of them have had their name in a title? And it turns out it's just two. Just the two of them, yeah. Her, it's Rachel and... Monica. Yeah, the one with the fake Monica. Or, if you want to get technical, the one where Monica gets a new roommate or gets yeah. a roommate. Now, originally called the pilot. So they've had a little bit of... Yeah. They, they sort of retconned that a little bit after the fact. So, um, we're going to do a, a little bit of a bonus water cooler segment today. Woo. Um, so... Two cups of cold water. There we are. <laughs> so... Uh, episode specific. Uh, let's talk about what's changed for our friends. Well, a whole lot changed. A whole lot for Rachel. Rachel now knows Ross is into her. Yeah. But Ross has got a girlfriend. Ross has moved on at the her. worst. Po- oh, we do to too. List, yeah. So at the worst possible time. So let's go ahead and do that. Uh, I'm going to call it. in China for a week. I'm going to call it lovers and other strangers. Literally in China for a week and he's already, already got a girlfriend. Was it one week or was it two weeks? I'm sure it was one. One week. Okay. So Ross gets Julie. Which brings him up to two and ties him with Chandler. Joey gets Melody. Melanie. Is it Melanie or Melody? Melanie. You sure? I saw it in the... Oh, Melanie. Okay, yes. I've been calling her Melody episode. Oh, I didn't pick that up. But see, it's the accent. I can't hear, can't hear it. And then uh, Rachel has... I want to say Barry. It's not Barry. Uh, I can't remember. Oh, that's... that's I've put all my, my, my sheets on the floor. Um, hang on, I'll have a look. Okay. I can find it. And by see if it, I can find it, I mean, it will obviously be there. But. So at the end of one season, the person with the most boyfriends is, or the most romantic partners is still Monica. <laughs> so Monica said five. Monica, for the episodes that we watch. Yeah. Paul the wine guy. Bob, Angela's date, who she Carl. breaks up with Joey. Carl, thank you. I was making the right mouth noise. I just couldn't find the name. Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby. The fireman. Yep. And Dr. Ross. Yes. Doug Ross, but not Doug Ross. Rachel now has four. Paolo, mm-hmm. the fireman. Mm-hmm. Dr. Noah. Yep. That's not the OBGYN. It's the other Good part, one. the one with two parts. And Carl. Yep. Phoebe has four. Oh. Tony. Yep. The shrink. Oh, no, he's either shrink? No, Tony's the guy she breaks up with in the one yep. where they break up together. David. Yep. Roger, the shrink. Yep. And the fireman. Yes. Joey has four. Angela. Yeah. Lorraine. Yeah. I don't remember Lorraine at all. Oh, no, she's at the party. She's at the party. She's at the party. Ursula. Yep. Melanie. Yep. Chandler just says Janice. Just Janice. And Nina. Oh, and Nina. I liked Nina. Yep. And then Ross has Kristen, the girl who we go takes to the Betty Hanna restaurant. Yep. And then, of course, Julie. Julie. Well, unknown woman at this point, but I'm gonna Julie. I'm gonna put her name Julie in there. Yeah, because she we we haven't named her yet. It's just some other woman. Some other woman. Yeah, and 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 say this like, um, I'm not trying to trying to look. People damn friends a lot for a lot of the jokes don't make sense in 2022 and I'll uh, 2023 and I'll 100 yeah, yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. I'll tell you what. Not a lot of shows were doing interracial couples. 
Yeah, that's fair. The fact that there is another woman now, and the other thing is, it's it's kind of like the 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 office thing. Mm. How do you make it the other office, but you don't have the you don't have the audience turn her into Karen Fittipelli, yeah, who everybody hated, yeah, and for no reason, no reason. She's just, just not, not she's just not Pam, yeah. And Julie, they actually do it right with because no one hates Julie, no, no, and because we we also spent the whole time wanting to see Ross happy. Yeah, I mean, and we do see Ross very happy. happy there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's because Julie's. I mean, Julie's like the nicest person ever. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in a bit. So that's the uh, that, that's our love lovers and ever strangers list. <laughs> I'm calling that. That's a throwback to there was this show that lovers and ever strangers. It's like a show on Canadian radio right. called Lovers and Other Strangers, and it's like this weird, like professionally produced ahead of time, like list of songs and stuff with the guy doing a voiceover about like how they are. Oh, it's a weird program. I'm going to look that Sound up at weird. some point, but I'm going to, I'm going to use that lovers and other strangers. Um, so who's nothing's really changed for any of our four fr- friends. I guess, I mean, Joey's got a girlfriend who I don't think we'll ever see again. No. If memory serves, uh, Chandler, I mean, everybody else is here supporting the main story. Yeah. Really. Um, whose story is it? I mean, the a plot is clearly Ross and Rachel. Yep. Uh, the B plot is Joey. Joey, yeah. There is no C plot. I can't think. Chandler doesn't have anything going on. Neither does Phoebe. Neither does Monica. No. Um, so there we go. Favorite friend, MVP of the episode. Well, whose story is it? Let's start with that. It's Is it Ross's or is it Rachel's? Uh, Rachel's. Yeah, it's Rachel. I've yeah. typed in for both of us already. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's the MVP of the episode? Um, Chandler? I'm just because he's got that mo- that pivotal moment in the plot for the, fir- the bits and pieces for the first time since the pilot, mm. not the pilot. First one since the one with the Easter German laundry detergent. I'm gonna go Rachel. Okay, that that last bit where she's with the flowers and oh, the that look, is very good. Oh, it's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So that's where I'm going with mine. Yeah, uh, funniest friend. Um, 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 I might give it to Phoebe for this one. I think Phoebe has the. Oh, it's hard. She's only got like three lines in the entire episode, but they're all funny. See, is it fun? See, I think it's funniest friend, uh, favorite friend, favorite joker moment. Okay, so I've called it funniest friend, but it's not really about oh, funniest okay. friend. No, no. So if it's favorite joke, ooh. the hand over fist joke is funny. It is funny. Um, but also crazy. Bitch. Yeah, that, I'm gonna go Chandler for really crazy funny. bitch, it, it, and it's and it's like if efficiency it's yeah. just like you know i like hand over fist because you don't expect it from oh me. it's it's a very, it's fun, very funny joke. i also almost went with monica going have you thought about being there for her but it's not really a joke the it's joke's really but joey bit, doesn't get it? it yeah yeah it's probably more of a bit it's a good way to put it uh costume department anything you really like the you've already said that you really skirt like dress, the skirt yeah. dress we're talking about rachel yeah i like that a lot um i'm trying to think um I remember at one point thinking Joey looked really good again, so I'm going to go with Joey. Uh, something red he was wearing. I was like, that's a nice color, Joey. He was wearing a red dressing gown. No, it was something. I th- Joey wore a lot of red in season one. Mm. Um, favorite new friend. So we've got a couple to choose from. We've got Julie. We've got three. We've got Julie. we got we got whatever his name was with a C. Carl. Carl. Julie, Carl, and, of course, Melanie. Yeah, not Melanie. Not Carl. It's got to be Julie. Really, she for that little anything. bit. Which but, but I don't like Melanie or Julie, uh, Carl, so by process of elimination, <sighs> it's Julie. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go Julie as well. <laughs> um, now, with this, uh, so um, that was guest star of the episode. Anything that fell flat? Um, we said something and I went, oh, I don't like that. Oh, how much money? Did not make enough money for you? Yeah. yeah Didn't yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, I don't like the fact that they, 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 they retconned the pilot. Yeah. That's annoying. No, you have to, instead of, you have to, you have to address it. So I give him credit for addressing it in the first place. Yeah. But I'm sitting here going, you could have written yourself, you had all season to write yourself out of this. Yeah. You could have come up with something. So there's that. Is there anything else? I don't think so. I'm all right. Like, yeah, Joey goes back to a slightly misogynistic viewpoint, but jo- that's Joey. Yeah. Yeah. He also learns about something else in the same time, so, you know. Yeah, and then, and then chooses to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> Things that show this is the 90s. Um, Carl calling to the house to let Rachel know he's going to be late. 
or something like that. No, he just hits the buzzer downstairs. No, there's a there's a scene when something someone has called to the house to let whoever just came in the door know that they're going to be late. That's Melody, isn't it? It might have been Melody. Yeah, it's, 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 Melody. It's, 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 it's Melody. Melanie, yeah. sorry. I keep saying Melody. Melanie. Melanie. That's the introduction to the fact that he's got a girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, Other than just like texting him. So is that things that show us as the 90s? Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, you can go right to the gate. gate yeah. Both to drop him off and to pick him up. Yep. You ain't doing that now. No. No. You can get to departures. That's as close as you can get. Like in Canada, it's like a big, giant wall, and you come out from behind this, like, super wall. Well, it's basically like... We have to go, uh, through, have to go through, like, two sets of doors. Yeah. yeah, it's like the end of Love Actually. You've seen the end of Love Actually. And we've also been to an airport. <laughs> Quite recently, in fact, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. I'm hoping to go on holiday in August again. Well, there you go. Yeah. I already go on a holiday except for me. I'm saving for a house, folks. Yeah. Saving for a house. I've given up on that. <laughs> Nah, I, think, I, I still know. have a, still have a little pot. No, I think I've not yeah, I it, think you've got I think you've got stuff you want to do and other thoughts you want you kind of whatever about. Yeah, uh, I just need to find myself a permanent studio of awesomeness. That's not a rental. <laughs> that's not a rental. So I feel good. It's a lot of willpower to say no. I'm not going. I'm not doing that. But uh, yeah, it's about one day being able to go. This is mine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or if I just want to get back to zero percent down payments, I'm like a hundred percent in. Until then, I'm going to keep acquiring my pot, my nest egg. <laughs> uh, pitch an alternate title. Um, the one where Rachel goes to the airport. One with Rachel's birthday. One with Rachel's birthday. That's nice and sort the of generic enough. The one with the pin, the brooch, um, you will. The one where Joey's there for her. <laughs> that's funny because that plays on the song as well yeah clap, 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 clap. yeah <laughs> no, no. hopefully to avoid that uh, <laughs> why is that joke like four levels deep that's hilarious <laughs> uh time for a rating a rating uh before we give ours though the critics uh i mean generally i found some things that said it, it had one person i found one list that said this was their number 71 episode of 234 friends episodes wow but another one said it was a number 10 so i'm like it's it's a bit of a i mean it doesn't well i guess if i let's find out how how good episode was this for you out of 10 i am going to go with a solid seven and a half. Oh, really just that so considerably less than, than the birth. What did I give the birth? Eight and a half. Well, not so considerably less then. Oh, full point. I think someone did that. Okay, I'll give it eight then. Oh, you don't have to. I'm just saying. I thought I'd, I thought I'd given the birth eight. I'll go. I'll go up and up. There's still some bits where I feel friends feels like a, like a, like a like a B grade isn't the right word, but it feels just like a, a sitcom. And not like Friends. Yeah. There's something special about Friends. And the bit with Carl and the dream sequence, it's a little bit sitcom-y for me. Yeah. Um, but I still think this is able to overpower most of that. It doesn't get beyond... Um, it doesn't pass. It's not the high point of the year for me. Still, the, for me, the, the hype... Well, we'll talk about it later. But for me, I'm going to go 8 out of 10. Uh, so a slightly better than the one with the birth. I would much rather watch this than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's me. Whereas you're the opposite, it would seem. Yeah. There we are. So that is uh, just a small thing. Uh, this was 31.3 million viewers watched wow. this. It is the series high for that season. Uh, it beat, uh, the previous one was the one with two parts. Yeah. And this beats that. Makes uh, sense. Rachel finds out. I'm just looking for the IMDb to see what it was because I didn't write it down. Uh, it went to an 8.8, and that makes sense because it's a big plot point. Yeah. And typically those episodes do really, really well. It might be the highest one of those we've looked at so far this year. I'm not entirely sure. So uh, before we go, though, we are going to uh, do a little end-of-the-year end of the year sort of title thing here. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call it the, uh, I guess I'll call this, I don't know, the Friendies, the Friend Zone. The Friendies. <laughs> Uh, so, um, the first one's really quite basic. Friend of the year, friend of the year. Which of our six do you think had the strongest performance this year? So while you think, I'll do mine. That helps. I mean, I had one. Oh, go go for it. I was just going to go Chandler. Chandler, he's the best throughout. Yeah, I think Chandler had a very good end game. 
Yeah. I think Chandler starts not nearly as strong. I'm really surprised as I watch this. And I've actually, it's weird. I've only given this friend my MVP once. <laughs> but I think for consistency's sake, mm. I was a huge fan of Joey this year. He's very good. Yeah. Joey's very good this season. Says something I'm not going after but either Ross or, or Rachel. I never I never like Ross or Rachel for more than a few seconds. I like Ross I like Ross a lot later in the later in the in, in the series. And by series right. I mean the North American version yeah, yeah. series. Uh so yeah. Next one then is this this is a negative one. Mm-hmm. Worst friend of the year. Who had the worst year? Ross. I'm gonna go Rachel, but yeah, that's fine. I understand that. Yeah. Um there we are. We only have two negative awards. So, <laughs> um, funniest. Um, I think we're at, yeah, funniest friend of the year. Um, that's going to be between Joey and Chandler. Not sure. Okay, I'm going with Chandler. I think he comes on late, but I think he's. Yeah. I think he's quite funny. He's funnier. The writing's best for him. Uh, I thought about Joey. Yeah. I thought about Phoebe. Phoebe has lots of good standalone stuff. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Phoebe just because she's not going to get anything else. So, Well, interesting because maybe they do well. So here's well, I don't my know next what one. the rest of your rewards are. But. Yeah. So here we go. Best joke of season one. Oh, I can't remember individual Any jokes. Any of them? No? Not that aren't from this episode. Oh, wow. Okay. My brain does not work like that. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what. what give me, give me what you think yours is. Mine? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite joke of the year? Yeah. You have to take a class. That is very. I was literally, as you just before you said that, I was thinking about Susan. Um, oh, what well, she did something else really funny as well. But I can't remember what it was. Uh, we never fought before you came along. Carol didn't a do a lot things. of things that, before yeah, I that, came that along. Joke. Yeah, uh, I'll so go with that one. That's interesting. We both gave it to a Carol joke, not Carol Susan joke. Susan. Yeah. Uh, a lot of what Susan. And Susan is really funny. Susan is really funny. I think it's a, so. Uh, new friend single episode it's the best single episode for a new friend it can be someone who's around and uh, they can appear in 18 different episodes but who had the best single guest spot episode oh okay because if it was just like they only did one episode then it would have gone to leah Ramini. joey's yeah yeah, yeah the pregnant lady no my single greatest performance if you want to call it by a guest star um, in season one do you want to you can go or i can do mine maggie wheeler Okay. Do you know which one? Yeah, I know who that is. Uh, which which episode? I don't know. Can't differentiate. Well, because it's, it's it's for one award. It's it's for I one episode. I can't remember. So I'm going for Janice, and I'm going for you love me, Chandler Bing. I'm going for that episode, uh, which is the one where he. Yeah, that's the one where he breaks up with her, and she's like, "No, you." She's you like keep the foghorn one. Okay. Yeah, that one. Janice. Janice. That episode you need me you want me you can't <laughs> live, live without, without me, me. <laughs> i know this isn't the end for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah that one uh okay the other one is best overall new friend so someone who had maybe a multiple episode run or i think that's the idea so maybe for consistency sake some more than one episode so my, my vote's going to susan susan yep absolutely she is just she's just brilliant a really really good character for such a small part as well considerably uh, worst episode i will read out the episodes we've done just so you're able to figure it out okay okay the one with the east german laundry detergent yep the one with the blackout yep the one where underdog gets away that's a thanksgiving episode yep the one with the monkey which is the new year's episode yep the one with the boobies yeah the one with the candy hearts uh, that's the Janice. Janice. The one with two parts, part one and part two. Yeah. Uh, the one with all the poker. Mm-hmm. The one with the birth. Mm-hmm. The one where Rachel finds out. Okay. I remember not liking the one with the poker as much. So I think that one. What did I give the lowest rating to? Uh, curiosity. Hmm. I don't have what we gave the. I don't have the single awards for some reason down for the one with all the poker. So oh, okay. I think it was your lowest. I think you went like six on it. Yeah, I didn't like that one. I, I have also given my award to the one with all the poker. Probably honorable mention to the one with the blackout. I felt it was very uh, sitcom by numbers. Yeah. I don't particularly. I, I might have underrated the one with the East German laundry detergent, but maybe I'm forgetting something. I didn't. I don't. I think I didn't massively like the one where Underdog gets away either. Of a Thanksgiving episode? Yeah, I think I remember not liking nah, that. No, I'm not a big fan of it either. Yeah. 
best episode of the year. Oh, um. It, well, if it helps, uh, you, you, you have given a th- three, the same scores. Do you want me to tell you what they were? Yeah. Okay. So you've given it to the one with the candy hearts. Yeah. That makes sense. I was about to say that one. You've given it to the one with two parts. Part two is the yeah. one where they mix up and they have to both confess their sins about, you know, I use my breasts to, 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 to get yeah, people's yeah, attention. We both do that. Yeah. And the one with the birth. Those are the three episodes you're giving it in a house to. I'm going to go candy hearts. Candy Hearts, yeah. Janice. Uh, I've done, oh, I've given you Georgia Best app. I, I gave you two fit for uh, Candy Hearts. I'm going to go for um, the one with the monkey. Monkey. Which I hated the monkey. monkey. I hated the monkey storyline, but that's the New Year's episode, and that's the Phoebe David episode. Ah, uh, it's a good episode. And the Chandler Janice where they break up and she had, kind of has her first moments of being Janice. Janice, yeah. And he's like, kiss me, somebody kiss me. And then Joey kisses him. And it's, <laughs> you know, they all want to, they end up cheating and not, not being single, but they all finish being single. Yeah. And it's it's a wonderful Phoebe story. And we don't get those too often. No. Wrapped up in the middle of a stupid monkey. I mean, the one at New Year's is a much better title, but the monkey was new. So that is, unless you're going to give anything that I've missed here, those are my favorite. Those are the awards I thought were worth mentioning. I think so. Yeah? Yeah. Is there, oh, is there like a friend's moment? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. Friend's moment of the year. So what is the singular great moment? Okay. Um you you might need to list a couple because I'm I've gone okay up. great so let me go ahead and I'll I'll, I'll sort of random off something yeah. okay so let's go key moment for episode oh we didn't do episode one <laughs> so uh, but I but I but I might have gone with uh, Rachel runs in with her with her wedding dress on for instance yeah. uh, one of the East German laundry detergent I would say the short list is Rachel kissing Ross on the cheek and he then bangs his head and falls over mm-hmm. uh, the one with the blackout. You might say it's uh, it could be Chandler and Jill Goodacre doing the pen thing with their heads. That is funny. I like that. It could be the it could be Ross having the cat jump on him while everyone sings, you know, uh, on top of the world, looking <laughs> down on creation. And the one where underdog gets away, it would be maybe the freak out about the keys or potatoes are ruined, potatoes are ruined, potatoes are ruined. <laughs> uh, the one with the monkey, it could be this, the moment either where Reggie's like, somebody kiss me, somebody kiss me. Yeah. Or it could be the bit where, um, uh, where Phoebe says, Phoebe breaks up with David yeah. by telling him what to say. Yeah. That is adorable. That is. Uh, the one with all the boobies, and that's a real. I almost voted that for my worst episode of the year. It actually, it might, it might be the worst episode of the year. Uh, I don't really know if I have one besides Chandler freaking out after seeing Rachel come out of the shower. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one with the candy hearts. I think that's gotta be, you know, Janice. Yes. Uh, the one with two parts. Uh, I'd argue it's the bit where they're saying the things about each other. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you know. Hey, I forgot the altar. Hey, it's pretty selfish, but hey, that's me. <laughs> uh, the one with all the poker, uh, I guess the bit where Rachel wins the hand and they say, look how happy she is. Yeah. The one with the birth, um, the minute where David Schwimmer, as Ross, sees his child. Yeah. Or, I'll leave, but I'll always come back. Like this. <laughs> like this. I hate that. <laughs> um, because I, I can't do like, you know, Carol did a lot of things before I came along. That's just a joke. That's just that's just a really great one liner. Yeah. Uh, and then the one where Rachel finds out Rachel at the airport flowers in hand or Chandler ruins it and has to save it. I think those are your big sort of moments. Yeah. I do really like when they decide on Ben's name. Like that culmination of the naming Ben naming Ben. Yeah. All right. Sounds as a, good. As a bit. Yeah. Uh, naming Ben. I'm trying to remember. My, I went through them all. I was too busy listening for you, and I didn't Sorry. think about good ones for me. So I'm just going back over it here for a second. And I'm going to go. Well, that's a good one. Uh, oh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> you know what? It's something about that episode. I'm going to go with. Oh. Oh, this is difficult. I've I've You're gone typing, <laughs> I've gone with Phoebe breaks up with David. That is lovely. Yeah, it was that, or it was 
it was the 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 fight about you know yeah i'm a chef yeah i just like boston love boston people around <laughs> and that whole reverse because that was funny that on like very, a very different funny. level of thing and i guess i just decided to go with i mean it was a relationship that was so well done that they went back to it years several times but yeah even like in season nine ten and there's people who were pulling for david yeah so and and when you can beat Paul Rudd, that's saying something. <laughs> I know Paul Rudd wasn't Paul Rudd, but I love Paul Rudd back then, and I was still like, yeah, if David wins, I'm okay with it. So that is that. So that was our first end of season friends award list. Uh, we'll do that at the end of each season. If you're okay with that, yep. There we go. So all of a sudden, let's talk about what we're doing next time out. Yeah. And next time out, we're going to reveal our upcoming big interview. Yes. But we're going to talk about, and it just makes sense, doesn't it? We did episode season one, episode 24. Uh-huh. Season two, episode one. Yeah. The one where Ross has a new girlfriend. Woohoo! Yeah. So that will be it. So we'll see the fallout from this, including that poor guy in the blue jacket. Yeah. <laughs> it's not over for him. So nice. I'll give him credit. We, we give James Burroughs credit for waiting to pay off a joke. <laughs> They're going to wait a long time on this one. So uh, please join us, uh, you know, in two weeks time when we uh, talk about the one where Ross has a new girlfriend for Friends of the Podcast, a BFE Friends Retrospective. I've been Ian. And I've been Georgia. And until next time, we are on a break. We'll catch you on the flippity flap. The flippity flip flop.